Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Fully Free Podcast. So pumped to talk about this because we are talking about the fear and emotion that comes up when we look at our money. And this has been something that I have actually worked very hard on creating systems in my business and consistency in my mindset and my strategy here since 2017. And it's just proof that what I'm about to tell you today really works because between 2017 and now, um, I've gone from literally having overdrafts in my bank account to having well over six figures in my bank account. We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) But this can totally change your money um, situation. I've paid off all of my student loans. I have no debt on credit cards that I don't pay off like on a monthly basis. I still do utilize credit cards for credit and points and stuff like that, but not really from a debt perspective. Um, My bank accounts continue to grow. I have an account where we're saving for um, a dream home down payment. I have an account that's just like a freedom account with extra money in it for whenever we do want to make a big purchase on who knows what. Um, and as I'm recording this right now, a little bit in advance, I'm nine months pregnant and I'll tell you that preparing for a baby has been pretty expensive. Of course, everybody's, uh, opinion on what is expensive is different, but preparing for a baby comes with a lot of costs. (laughs) And we've recently moved into a much bigger house and, um, putting together an entire nursery. So there's furniture and all the clothes and diapers and, um, Oh my gosh, all the stuff we've had to get swings and there's even more stuff I still have to get like, come on. So anyway, the point is, is that I have created an amazing level of financial freedom for myself that is drastically different than a few years ago. And with that being said, I really want to share this story with you because I feel like a lot of you are going to resonate, whether you really resonate with this feeling of just fear and avoidance Or maybe you're like, oh, I have been in this exact situation. Like, this is me right now, literally. (laughs) Um, Regardless, it's okay. But here's my story. 2016 was my very first full year coaching, okay? And it was a very successful year in terms of money. I actually ended the year making over $170,000, which is still mind-blowing to think that that's possible your first year in something it's crazy, but that is what's possible. And the other side note I want to say is looking back, there's so many things I could have done so much better. And that's why I believe that making six figures in your business is really not that difficult because I made tons of mistakes along the way. Um, but anyway, financially, I would say that's pretty successful for your first year in a new business. And, um, somewhere in there, maybe midway or so, right as I started getting to the point of having 20K months, this maybe was like my first one or right before my first one, I had hit a point where 
I was keeping about 10, maybe up to 15, but 10 grand was pretty consistent in my bank account. Now this was huge because six months earlier, I would have like one grand at a time. And that would, that would be huge. In fact, seven months earlier, I hired a coach for $5,000 and I could only pay $800 cash towards that at the time I put the rest on a credit card. So I had well over 20 grand in student loan debt, um, well over 10 grand on credit cards for coaching. Um, I was about to invest again in an, in a $5,000 package with a coach. So it was about to be $15,000 in debt from coaching. Um, but I was getting to a point where I was seeing some stability with my bank account and starting to slowly, slowly, slowly pay off that debt. Anyway, I also at that point had opened up, I LLC'd my company and I had opened my first business checking account. So just so I'm telling you this for a reason, if you were to log into my bank account, you would have seen that I had a business checking and a personal checking and a big fat credit card bill, (laughs) but that's another story. But here's my point. I had money in the bank. I don't know where you're at right now in terms of money in the bank, but for me, $10,000 was really, really, really good. A huge milestone and win. I was still afraid to go into that bank account. In fact, I would go, I mean, really as long as possible without logging into that bank account. I don't, I don't even remember how long, but I would just push it off and push it off and push it off. I didn't look at what was going in. I didn't look at what was going out. And of course you can imagine that when you do that, there's little things that happen that you don't see (laughs) payments. You shouldn't be paying that are going through things you meant to cancel that you didn't, but here's the big one. One day I log into this account and I have over $10,000 in my business checking account and negative 500 in my personal account. And that's when I realized like this is bad. (laughs) There was no reason for me to not have money in my personal account. The only reason I did not have money in there was because I was so scared to go in and see what those numbers were. Scared of it all going away, scared of it disappearing, scared that I wasn't as far along as I thought, scared there hadn't been growth or scared that I was going backwards. And so I just didn't go in and I had overdraft fees. $500 in overdraft fees, you know? So this is when I realized like, this is bad and something needs to change. And I started actively looking at my money around then. And I got really consistent and disciplined with it in 2017. In fact, right around that time is when I hired um, a financial coach and accountant and bookkeeper all in one. And we implemented the profit first system, um, and lots of really cool stuff. So if you want to check out the profit first system, it is a book and I can put my Amazon link to the profit first system in the show notes. Um, or you can reach out to me on social for that, but it's an amazing book, um, that I still implement a lot of what it, what it teaches today. I just restructured it to work for me. Um, but my point is I started taking money real serious and I made a couple of systems in that time that I still follow to this day. And I have significantly increased, increased the amount in the bank. I haven't had an overdraft fee since, and I can log into my bank account any day without that feeling of like, Ugh, what am I going to see? And I really hope that you can understand this. It's not because I have more money. It is not because I have more money 
$10,000 at that time was an incredible amount of money. When you go from only having $1,000 in the bank on a good day, and sometimes it was $200, $300, to over $10,000 always, you're in a good place. In six months, you're in a good place. The amount of money does not make you feel better. Your emotional maturity does. And that is what I want to talk to you guys about today. And I want to talk about how do you remove those fearful emotions when it comes to looking at your money? The avoidance, the fear, the cringe, the I don't want to, the, you know, because if you can, which you can, when you do, you can actually start looking more and setting goals and tracking and not, I know probably most of the people listening to this episode right now have a, a, a fee that they don't know about that they got charged or some subscription they meant to cancel, but they didn't, that they just got charged for. Hope, hopefully none of you, but some of you probably do have the same exact situation with overdrafting for no good reason. Um, and things like that. And and then you just feel bad because you feel like you're being irresponsible and you're not making enough money. And if you made more, it wouldn't matter. No, we want to be financially responsible and look at our money. And when I log into my bank account today, no matter what I see, and you guys, my bank account today fluctuates 20 grand by the day. So that's a lot of money. You know, even if you do have a lot of money in the bank, whatever that means, to see $20,000 less than there was yesterday is like, you know, But now I have such faith and trust it's coming back because it always does. And I know it just fluctuates and there's always transfers in and out and it's no big deal. I don't get that like feeling. And I don't want you to either because all that feeling does is it affects the way you think. So it's, it's shifting your mindset. It's putting you in a a not high vibe place energetically. And it really does shift your marketing because then you're probably going to show up from desperation and wanting more money and fear and, um, just low vibe. So the actual words you say in your marketing will change when you're in that state. So how do you change how you feel about money? Now, of course we can do some journaling and we can journal how you currently feel about money and where that stems from. Cause you probably have the same exact patterns as your parents. You're really not that unique. And then you can decide some new feelings, some affirmations, some mantras, some new beliefs, whatever you want to call it. I do this all the time and I have done this along the journey, but that's for a different episode. In fact, we do have another episode on my journaling process and a ton of other episodes on money mindset and things like that, that you can totally, um, go find after you listen to this one, of course, but I want to actually talk to you about money systems and action because I love to journal. I journal. My goal is to journal every day. I journal most days, but just writing a new way of, of thinking, a new belief, a new mantra, affirmation, whatever. It doesn't actually change how you feel. It might give you like a hit of feel good for a few minutes, but it wears off. Even for me, that's normal. It's not that you're doing it wrong or you're missing something. For me, that sets the tone of like, okay, I'm deciding how I want to feel. But now how do I show up that way? Right? So the key here is that we need to be taking action as if we already felt that way. And I said this in last week's episode, but I'm saying it again because it's so important. You decide how you want to feel and then you show up as if you already do feel that way. So if I want to feel amazing about how much money is in the bank, what does Taylor, who feels amazing about how much money is in the bank, do? (laughs) 
Did I say that right? <laughs> what does Taylor, who feels amazing about the amount of money she has in the bank, do? Well, you may think like, if you insert your name into that, it's like, oh, she buys a new car, she buys a purse, she she goes and gets a massage. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But you know what else she does is she looks at her money. <laughs> she checks where she's at for the month. She sets income goals without freaking out about them or overthinking them. She logs into her bank account. She looks at her expenses. She talks to her financial team. She pays her taxes. She pays her bills. She pays the invoices as they come in. That's what Taylor, who feels really great about how much money in the bank does. Right? So I need to start doing those things. You need to start doing those things. And that is actually the stuff that you can do. So no, maybe, the, maybe you know, whoever's listening to this, the Susan <laughs> who's listening to this, who has all the money in the bank she could ever want, maybe she does go buy a new Chanel bag, but that's not the reality. However, she also goes to her in her bank account and looks at what's going on in there. You can do that. She also pays what she can towards her credit card bill. That's what she would be telling you to do. So go do that. Or she would pay that invoice. So even though you would like to wait until you get paid to pay your contractor or, you know, whoever's invoiced you, just pay it. Keep the money flowing and moving. So I'm going to tell you some of the things I do um, that are my practices. And the first goal of this for me was to remove the emotion around logging into my bank account. And that's the goal I have for you. I want to help you just remove the emotion around your money. That's our first goal. The second goal is even better (laughs) and more positive. But if I can just get you to feel like, "Mm, that it is what it is. This is where we're at. These are the facts. When you look into your bank account or at your statements or whatever, that's a really great place to be. It's a lot better than being terrified, scared, anxious, avoidant around it. So what I do every single day, I may skip some weekends, but I still try to do it on the weekends. It takes two minutes. For me, all the money that comes into my business comes in through their Stripe or PayPal. Doesn't matter where your money comes in. Don't start thinking about that. It really doesn't matter. Um, but I have money coming in through both. So I go, I literally have in my book, I'm looking at it right now, my book's my bookmark tab. I have my Stripe dashboards um, bookmarked and my PayPal report page bookmarked. So I can click those really quick and then it immediately shows me month to date how much has been brought in. And on my whiteboard I keep next to my desk, I write what is has come in so far for the month. And then under that number, personally, I like to put how much more I need to bring in until I hit my goal. And for some of you, you're like, oh, that's going to suck. That would make me feel so anxious and obsessive. And it's a choice to feel that way. I do this to break my avoidant habit and I'm three years out from having that habit and I still need to keep it consistent last year I had a four or five month period where I was not doing this any of the stuff I'm telling you I took a break from looking at my money I noticed a huge difference in my profit um, and what I was bringing in and so forth so I tell you that because I'm not ashamed of it it's it's just something it was a mistake I made a thing I slapped on and I saw a difference 
this, the, what you focus on grows, what you focus on, you attract. So we focus on, we're bringing money in, we're moving toward our goal, right? And at first it may feel like cringy and awkward and embarrassing and terrifying and you start to overthink it and it puts you in a a negative place. Keep doing it one time per day. Look at your income one time per day. Two minutes. Okay. Now, after I do this, I go journal to like shift any feelings that may come up because sometimes it does. 99% of the time, I'm just like, cool, that's where we're at. Let's get our work done for the day. 1% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, I'm behind. It's not coming in. What am I doing wrong? Oh, what is this like a backslide? I go journal. I journal regardless of how it makes me feel. Sometimes I'm like, woo, we are killing it. You know, we're ahead of the game. I crossed my goal. But that's only sometimes. It's, it's, it would, how could that be every day? It's just not every day. Um, okay, so that's what I do every day. Now, every month, so um, it's February right now as you're listening to this. So like March 1st or 2nd at the latest, I go through my full income for um, the month before February and I'll look at what I made as a whole. I'll actually personally break that down per program so I can see where my different income streams are at. Um, and then I look at my expenses and I literally go through all my bank accounts and I look at every penny I spent in my business and in my life and I categorize it and I put it in a spreadsheet. And the reason I do this is it helps me catch anything that I'm like, I should cancel that. I haven't been using that. Why did I get charged that? Why is that fee there? Um, it also helps me see what I'm spending because even though I have a great income, I don't want to be blowing money on like you know, Starbucks coffee or fast food or anything like that. So sometimes I have months where I'm like, okay, girl, we got to stop going through that Dunkin' drive through so much. (laughs) Not because of money, but because that's not healthy. (laughs) That's not your ideal lifestyle. Um, So it lets me see um, things like that. I can also see when I'm not spending enough on um, mentorship or especially self-care. It's like your self-care was so low. That's not a good thing. Like, go get your nails done, get your hair done, get a massage. Like, we get to do those things when we create financial freedom. And I have months where that expense is super, super low. And I'm like, okay, how do I feel? Oh, I want a massage? Okay, well, let's get that on the calendar. Um, And the other thing I can also look at, that I do look at, is I'll add all that up, everything I spent. And I'll do my income, or my revenue, as you may want to call it. My revenue minus everything I spent. And then I get to see what I had left over. And personally, I go and transfer that into a savings account. Totally outside of my main bank. And that's what I do. And when I still had a lot of debt, I would take that extra and I would put it towards debt. And that's why, um, my God, so crazy. Four years, Four years ago, I had $1,000 in the bank, over 20 grand in student loans, and I'm about to be 15 grand in credit card debt from coaches. And today I have no credit card debt from coaching and no student loans. And I have invested, I don't even know, (laughs) well, over six figures since then as well. I pay my coach in cash, over five grand a month. So things can change fast. Plus over six figures in the bank. That's how much has changed. 
And that it, it can be literally the same thing for you. And it can be even faster because I made all this stuff up as I went and I trialed and erred and I, I can, um, I can't even count the amount of mistakes I've made in my business, my marketing, my sales, my money tracking, how many slip ups I've had. But I always get back on the bandwagon, you guys, and I've done this most months since 2017, mid 2016, you could even say. So that's what I do. These things are not hard. They're painful. They're uncomfortable. But growth comes from discomfort. So start, I would really, really challenge you to start doing these things. On a daily basis, look at where you're at for the month. On a monthly basic, look at basis, look at what you made last month and what you spent and love yourself through it. And if it is painful and uncomfortable for six, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 months, so be it. But remember the goal is just that you look at it and it's like, these are just the facts of right now. They don't, what's the point of putting any negative emotion around them? Our goal is to remove the emotion. The second goal is to let them motivate you. The second goal is not actually, I'm going to be honest with you. My goal is not that I jump up and down in excitement every time I look at my bank account. I don't. That's not my goal. That's not realistic. That's not what it's like. (laughs) You know, these people making multi-millions in their business, they have higher expenses, higher responsibility in certain ways. There's pressure that comes with it. It's not about jumping up and down and squealing every time you look in your bank account. It's about being like, cool, I'm proud of myself. These are the facts. This is where I'm at. Let's do more because I know you're ambitious like me. And I know that no matter how much you end up bringing in and all the debt that gets paid off and all the checking accounts and saving accounts that are growing and the investments you're making, you're going to want more. So my second goal for you isn't to feel on top of the world when you look at your money. My second goal for you is just to be proud of yourself and let what you see motivate you. So if I go and look at my numbers and I'm feeling like this wasn't a great month, I've set some goals based on my own numbers, truth, not, not feeling and emotion. I set my goals based on truth and fact to make next month better. And if I look at my numbers and I'm like, I killed it. I did amazing. Then I set goals to do even better (laughs) and I celebrate it and I let myself feel good about it. And I let myself know, like, this means I have positive momentum happening right now. Let's keep riding it. Okay. So Daily, looking at your income. Monthly, looking at income and expenses. First goal, just getting to a neutral emotion of like, hey, these are facts, cool. Second goal, being proud of yourself and letting these um, numbers that you see motivate you. This will change your life and your entire financial situation. Awesome, you guys. I will talk to you all next week. I really hope that you loved this. If you did love it and you want to share it on your Instagram story and tag me, I so, so, so appreciate that. But more than anything, I would love to hear from you guys if you do start implementing this. So best ways to do that, tag me on your Instagram story as you're doing this. Another great way to do that is to go into my fully free Facebook group. That is where I get most of my topic ideas for the show. And in fact, this was inspired because there was just somebody in the group who started a conversation on how do you guys manage your money? How do you do your taxes? What programs do you use? What systems do you use? How do you track your income? How do you bill your clients? And 
I gave um, some amazing advice if you want to check it out. Totally free in my group. <laughs> but we have actual real conversations is my point. This isn't a spam fest type of group. It's just a group for conversation to stay in touch with me and get all my content. Um, and I also pull from it, like, what do you guys need so that I can help you for free with the podcast? So again, you can just go to facebook.com and search fully free and you should find the Facebook group fully free with Taylor Lee and just be able to send a request and I will add you in as soon as I see and welcome you in. I would love, 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 love to have you. Okay, cool. You guys talk to you next week. Bye. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.